and I sat there and ate it, and our GM was going, You didn't eat it. You scarfed that. You scarfed that thing down. And normally I don't eat lunch, and I was hungry. Welcome to Cue the Mic. Welcome to Cue the Mic. Episode 22. 22. 22. And day 34 of Darren's failure to build his own podcast studio. So here we are live from the kitchen table again. (laughs) It's fine. It's It's really not that bad. it's only the peace, only peace and quiet I have in my life. I just have one random whiteboard. It's not even like a full whiteboard. Yeah. And then a little note from my mom that says, good morning, Emmy, with a heart that she dropped off one day. Yeah. Because she loves me. She loves me. She, yeah. But She didn't love, yeah. she didn't love you after that, that last episode, <laughs> doing some she, restaurant bashing. She Get over wasn't it, Amanda. the biggest. Hey, hey. In, Honestly, we were bashing some local restaurants. Well, I I apologize no. for you were bashing a local bashing. restaurant, but yeah, and I, I was apologize. bashing a chain. I was bashing a chain restaurant. Yeah, but nonetheless, here we Chintros. are. We're, it's so it's sorry. water under the bridge. I don't we're know. I thought about we're, it. We're starting to get critiques from our big fans now, which is good. Our, we got broad shoulders. We can take it. Uh, yeah. Well, you can. I thought about it for it's. I've thought about it for three days. It's fine. Um. Yeah. Water off anyway. the back. Yeah. Huh. I haven't heard that one. Yeah. Anyway, what's up? How's it going? Uh, busy weekend of barbecue. We had a yeah. busy. I had a busy weekend. I would say we, but Sherry stayed behind this week, but. So I made the mm-hmm. trek on Thursday afternoon up to the Puckaway Pig Fest in Montello, Wisconsin. Just a great little local contest. Had about 28 teams. Um, some people I hadn't seen all year long. Um, just a nice setup next to my buddy Seth from the Procrastinators. So we had uh, a good time until I almost cut my finger off. Oh, that's why you're wearing that. That's why I'm wearing my blue bandage because I... I thought it was for like a paper cut or something. Oh, no. I was was cleaning a knife and I have this... I have this long brush to clean my knife. So when I use a knife, I just go over, I instantly clean it, and I put it down to air dry. That way the knife stays sharp and whatever. I just got done sharpening the knife and I, I had this... This long brush. Well, Sherry doesn't like the long-handled brush, so she replaced it with these little dinky brushes. And so instead of getting in the cupboard and getting out my long brush, I used her short brush, which proceeded to slip in my hand, and I took the end of the knife on my finger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. At least we, at least it wasn't during turn-ins. It was about a half hour before, so... I was bleeding everywhere. I was bleeding like a stuck hog. And I'm like, 
So I grab paper towel and I'm like, I don't have a first aid kit. I never cut myself. So I'm looking around. Finally, I went next door to Seth, my neighbor. I'm like, you got a first aid kit? He's like, ah, no. He says, I said, you got tape? He's like, oh, I got some black electrical you tape. You did I'm not. Like, oh, yeah. He, 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 uh, we had to cut part of my finger. It sliced through my fingernail. So we had to get <gasps> fingernail clippers <gasps> and cut the fingernail off. And then, and then I was, it, I put some gauze or paper towel over it and he wrapped black electrical tape around it. Oh man, it was a perfect job. I got through turn-ins. Kind of hard though to operate a knife without your index finger. But anyway, we got her done. We got her done. Got a big colon ribs. Well, second place, not super big colon ribs. Uh, my chicken, I'm not sure where my chicken went. It's been scoring every time, but it just hit 13th. Mm-hmm. And then I... Hit in pork seventh, and I hit fifth in brisket, which is a long time coming. Maybe I'm coming out of my slump in brisket, turned in the same stuff. But I mean, it was it was okay. It wasn't my favorite, but mm-hmm. it scored fifth, and it's fine. And so off we go. I was able to take reserve grand champion, um, number two, and yeah. so nothing wrong. Lots with that. of uh, lots of fun. They have a it's at this campground. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, there's a lot of locals that stay there all summer long and all fall long, whatever, you know, kind of like, I don't know. It's just a, there's some permanent yeah, housing, like I a, guess, permanent cabinets and like a campground. and just nightly cabins. So anyway, we cruised around on golf carts and on Friday night, they have just like the coolest thing. And I've been thinking mm-hmm. about this ever since I had it, but they have a fish fry, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so you can get perch or shrimp on Friday okay. night, and they deliver it to your site. So you go in mm-hmm. Thursday or Friday. I went in Friday morning first thing, and I said, "Hey, I'd like three fish dinners for Seth and his wife and me. Um, I'd like it delivered to my my site um, at six o'clock." And she says. Well, can you take it at five forty nine? And I'm like, Yeah, that's pretty interesting. But yeah, yeah, five forty nine would be just perfect. And so then she proceeds to show me this spreadsheet. And so they're cooking all this fish in an auto fry machine. So they had two uh-huh. auto fry machines. Well, it took them like five minutes to cook fish. Mm-hmm. And they had two of them, so they had they had like seven minutes in between each time frame. So they knew they couldn't cook any more than three batches. So you got three pieces of fish. So they couldn't cook any more than nine pieces of fish every five minutes. And so, okay. but they had two machines, so they could do six dinners every five minutes. Okay. And then they had somebody running out to the site, dropping off the boxes you know, the fish dinners and coming back. And I'm like, uh-huh. holy crap, so efficient. Well, by the time we got to Friday afternoon, people were wanting to order fish and they were sold out because they had all the time slots filled. And they huh. did this for three hours. They started like at five o'clock till eight o'clock at night and they just sold fish dinners. And they had somebody that was just, um, had somebody with going out on a golf cart so they'd cook the fish the person go back they'd grab the fish they'd go deliver to the site they'd just drop the boxes they'd go back all night long they had two golf carts running i'm like how efficient so predictable Mm -hmm. 
so predictable yeah. that they could produce that. And I'm like, okay, how do you take this into the restaurant? Or what I was really thinking was, I don't want to serve fish. I want to go to a, I want to go to a campground because these are all over the place in Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa. There's all kinds of campgrounds like this. I want to take barbecue and just say, hey, you get a barbecue oh. platter, you, you get two slices of brisket, you get a half a pound of pork, you get some whatever, and it's 20 bucks. And yeah. you only do so many per hour um, or every five, 10 minutes, whatever, so that you can, you know, you can just spread it out. So then you got time to slice barbecue fresh. And so mm -hmm. you're saying, I'm like, wow, what a great opportunity. So if you're if you're anywhere near a campground and there's no food and you have the ability to vend, I mean, just setting up that schedule, it was crazy because everybody was prepaid. Everybody yeah. had an exact slot time mm -hmm. of when it was going to be. And they knew they knew exactly how much fish to cook because they were full. They could only cook so much fish. And it came with coleslaw, French fries, a piece of rye bread. with It, it was just... It was just amazing. Huh. Predictable. Predictable. You know? I mean, predictable restaurant experience. <laughs> so easy to plan for. So easy to plan for. So and maybe we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But got got lots of feedback from, you know, our last podcast. What do we call that thing? Uh, thinking um, like the customer. Yeah. Thinking like the customer. Right. So I had a comment from a friend of mine mm -hmm. that he said he watched the podcast, said he he used to work downtown. And mm -hmm. he said he went to this restaurant, and just so your mom doesn't get mad at me, I'm not going to say the name of this restaurant, right? But he said, I went to X. The food was okay, but not remarkable. When the server removed our plates at the end of the meal, he said something mm -hmm. like, thanks for coming in. I enjoyed serving you and would like to do so again. The parting comment is what re what's my buddy remembered most about the entire dining experience. And he says, perhaps mm -hmm. this could translate to your servers that pick up the, the, the dirty food trays in our restaurant to something more like asking, asking that than... Are you finished? Right? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. hey, hey, you know, like we really appreciate you coming in instead of, hey, are you done with yeah. your food? Just, hey, are you done yeah. with your food? Hey, we appreciate you coming in. Wouldn't cost it. anything, wouldn't cost anything, but could increase repeat customers. And, and, and totally, mm -hmm. totally true. And we talked, yeah. we talked about Chick-fil-A, you know, another yeah. friend. I mean, he sent mm -hmm. in. Something he, yeah, to you. Yeah, he commented on our YouTube video. Um, he made a comment about how he wouldn't put up with the size of their chicken sandwiches if it wasn't for uh, their sides or like the experience, you know. Um, so he his example was um, even the waffle fries become a personalized customer experience with their sauces. So um, just kind of like how there's multiple steps that they take to kind of, yeah, personalize that experience for each individual instead of just giving them one variation and just saying this is what you get you know yeah and it's a it's a dry and the one thing i, I love about chick-fil-a not only 
So they make trends go viral. And I'm not sure if they start that or people start that. It's but people. you get, you know, you get the trends that, you know, you had the trend that you take the grilled chicken nuggets and you mix the buffalo sauce with the, the Chick-fil-A sauce. And I was addicted to that. And I'm like, I, all along the way, I'm like, our chicken nuggets are better than this. But still, yeah, this was really good. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was really good. And so things go viral about how do you mix and match stuff? And it's like, how do you get people yeah. to do that? Because we've got a lot of stuff. We have a lot of people that mix our beans and mac and cheese. Right. And it just looks, yeah. I've never tried it, but a lot of people no. mix our beans and mac and cheese. Or I've oh. seen a lot of people taking the barbecue sauce and, and mixing it with the mac and cheese. That makes sense. That one makes sense know. to me. I, I was thinking, you know, how we talked about, I think we talked about making breakfast potatoes, you know, and maybe we did, maybe mm -hmm. we didn't, but I've been talking a lot about breakfast sure. pota breakfast potatoes, you know, and so we had to do a breakfast catering and we were trying to figure out, okay, what do we do for oh, breakfast yeah. potatoes? I'm like, well, it's easy. We have baked potatoes, big ones, just cook them, cool them yeah. down. And then chunk them up, throw them in the fryer, put a little barbecue rub on them, and they're great. And so they were crispy on the outside, and they were just amazing. Just got rave right. reviews about that. And I'm like, hmm, should I be taking leftover baked potatoes at the end of the night, cubing them up, have them there, just fry them to order, putting them in a bowl with mac and cheese on top of them and barbecue? And I'm like, whoa, next level. Yeah. Would I you mean, sell that? Carb? Huh? Yeah, that's carb overload. Would you sell carb that at overload. your... Mac, your mac and cheese restaurant, know. or your barbecue restaurant, or both? I don't or? know. It could be. It could sell anywhere. It really. I mean, could. it just sounded so good. You know, it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like the it's kind of mac like and the, cheese and barbecue. Well, I always talked about like the taco mac. Yeah. So it's like I, I envision a bowl and find a bowl that mm -hmm. you could put a perfect flour tortilla that would fit in the bowl. And then build your custom mac and cheese inside of it. And when you get done eating the mac and cheese, you pick up mm -hmm. the tortilla shell and you have a taco. Would you fry it or no. cook it? No, no. My only thing is, is that sometimes Just those tortillas get soft and they're sitting in sauce and then they'll, but they'll, but they'll still hold. tear apart. They'll still Not my hold. If you, if you buy a sturdy tortilla, you will. I mean, the low-carb mm -hmm. one is not going to work. Oh. That, Trust me, that. I, I tried My the low carb. Is... What what did I try the? And I love the low I, carb tortillas, but that's all I, I tried to do something with low carb tortillas, and I'm trying to think of what it was. Uh, didn't work. That's all our tender tacos are that we that we used to have at the Honor Chicken are on low carb tortillas. They are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she just bought low carb tortillas. I'm not sure why, but yeah, we that's what we used to sell them on. Well, that doesn't make I'm pretty sense. sure. You're putting a fried chicken tender on a low carb tortilla. Balance. Oh, it's balance. They call that. It's balance. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. Hmm. So, so you taco talk about Mac customers. sounds good. But you. T <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Carnita taco well, mac. I just had a carnita taco for lunch. I know. That's what made me think of it. Yeah. I actually, that would be good. I actually, I actually had to work today. I, uh, mm. We had me too. We had one sick lame and late. We had huge amount of catering today. We had an eighteen hundred person catering going out plus a 
I don't know how many other caterers, a bunch. A bunch. Go, I had to do three. Going out over lunch. So Emma had to do three, and then we had somebody call in sick to the chicken, and we were already down one there. So they're like, oh, we need somebody to extradite, somebody to help prep and whatever. And I'm like. <laughs> what I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> what she was supposed to be doing. but yeah. And I probably should have went catering. But but instead, I went up, and so I made uh, fresh mac salad. I made chicken pot pie filling. I made. I, I was the prep guy. Wow, they, yeah, I, they really I, did put you to work. I did the extradite stuff. I, oh, I made fresh. I uh, made the focaccia dough so it could rise overnight for tomorrow. Yeah. And they looked and at me focaccia. like, they looked at me like, how do you know to do that? I'm like, I'm the one that had the recipe. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this isn't my, it's, I didn't know what to put rodeo. on. I didn't know what to put on barbecue Mac though. I'm sitting there going, okay, what do we put on this again? I was just, hell, I don't care. I'm not scared to ask. I don't need to guess. That's the hey, easiest Mac is- and cheese. I know. I just, just want to get it right. Barbecue I want, I want, and no, it's not. It's got fried and the onion on top of it. Yeah, and then the onion tango. You know, but then but, you had the smash burger mac and things like that. That that one's difficult. I'm, I'm going to have to get on them because I didn't see him smash the burger as much as I wanted to. But I kicked some. I, I cooked some kick-ass smash burgers last night. Oh my god, they were so good. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so good. And then I was playing so around good. earlier with. With a, a hot roast beef bowl, so yeah, you were that looked good. I know, and that then I sat really there good. and ate it, and our GM was going, "You didn't well, eat it. You scarfed oh, that. You scarfed that thing down." I was, and normally I don't eat lunch, and I was hungry. Boy, what a mistake! She was she was asking if you it was killed that. She was asking if it was enough for because it was a twenty four ounce bowl. I should have weighed it. Yeah. Okay, I should I should have waited, but it was easily a pound and a half, right? Even though it didn't look big, man, I ate it. Yeah. Been miserable ever since. I'm glad I did go take about eight thousand steps at the chicken restaurant after that because I'd been asleep yeah. by now. Yeah, but it did look good. It was good. So just trying to get smaller portions. You know, one of the little tricks we did years ago, we used to have huge, huge portions on everything. We still have really big mm-hmm. portions on everything. Yeah, we, but, they're not small. Um, so we serve these daily comfort food specials. And we do like today on Wednesdays, always a hot roast beef special. So it's six and a mm-hmm. half ounces of hot roast beef that we bake overnight, that we, you know, we take brisket points and put salt and pepper on them and slow roast them overnight. Mm-hmm. And then we take that, we pull apart, we take uh, fresh Yukon gold mashed potatoes and buttered carrots. And so we, yeah. we take a, two slices of white bread, put a big old hunk of mashed potatoes on it with the meat on it, cover it in gravy, and put the carrots on the side. And it's just a huge portion. I mean, that thing probably weighs mm-hmm. two and a half, it three is. pounds. And it's so, big. and most people split it. You know, and it costs eleven yeah. ninety nine. That includes a drink, so it's like the best value of anything. But a lot of people don't want to order that because they don't want to. You know, some people aren't leftover people. Like I'm not a leftover person, and so I don't want a lot of leftovers. So if I can order a smaller portion, knowing it's going to fill me up, I'm probably going to go that route. Even though dollar for dollar cost per ounce, it costs more. It's mm-hmm. just better. So I've been testing that. Well, I've had the bowl in my car for two weeks, but I've never hit it on on Wednesday. Well, I just happened to, okay, I need to go work with the chicken, but I'm going to make this bowl right quick. And, you know, now we're going to price it out and see if we can't get something on the menu. But we could do that with like four or five of our comfort food specials where we're 
you know, instead of six and a half ounces of meat, you'll get four ounces of meat. Instead of, you know, you get a, still get a scoop yeah. of mashed potatoes, half the vegetables, one slice of bread, kind of half the calorie, but not necessarily exactly half the I cost. Say half, yeah. But a little higher. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see if we can get that. We'll see if we can get that rolled out. But, you know, it's all about trying to. Yeah. Trying to meet the customer's needs and trying to be thinking about the customer. And, you know, I, I go back yeah. to, you know, we talk about these comments about dining experiences. Another example I had, I was sitting in the in the corporate office yesterday and sitting with Brenna, who happens to be my sister-in-law, but is also my head in charge of accounting. And we're sitting there talking about financial stuff and She's asking all kinds of questions like she does every day to me and trying to get some answers. <laughs> and and then all of a sudden the phone rings. And it, it's it's about 11.15. And the phone rings, and it's a guy that wants to place a catering. Well, we have an automated telesystem that says, hey, if you want to place a carryout order, press 1. You want to go to catering, press 2. You want accounting, press 3. Well, Evidently, he couldn't get through to catering, so he called back and went to the accounting office. And and Brenna, bless her heart, says, well, can I take your name and number? They must be out doing deliveries. And the guy says, you have your catering sales office out doing deliveries. Shouldn't they be booking caterings? And then hung up the phone. Yeah, and, and so it made me think about that. I said, first of all, Brenna, we don't always have to tell the exact truth, right? But we're not going to turn down the catering. So yeah. the better the better answer would have been, "Wow, they must be getting slammed." I can try and help you. I don't do this every day, but I'm going to have. Uh, let me take down all your information. I'll book the catering, and I'll have them confirm mm-hmm. it here in just a little bit. But instead, we. You know, we've probably got a guy, whoever it was, probably has never done business with us before. Right. And didn't, and probably never will do business with us based upon a single interaction because it'll always be, well, that's stupid. They shouldn't, if they want to sell catering, they ought to, it bugged him enough yeah. that he hung up the phone and probably called somebody else. Yeah. Oh, it's a weird one to me though. Well, people are weird, but... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. People are weird. But but it really, it kind of led into, Emma and I probably, I don't know, we had, what, an hour-long discussion yesterday about... Oh, yeah. I think it was only like 30 minutes, actually. Oh, it was? For once. Uh, Yeah, wasn't quite as long. For once. But it just makes me think about our our entire catering operation. You know, that one Mm -hmm. phone call. Because yeah. I'm a customer guy. Just book the catering. You know, just book right. it. And, and I was started to grab the phone from her, but the guy hung up because mm-hmm. I would have said, hey, I got it. Whatever. You yeah. know, my name is on the building because I never say no to a catering. <laughs> right. I'm never going to say no. Yeah. no we, I have a feeling well, yeah, we probably we say no, but you can't grow the business if you say no. Yeah. <clears throat> we always mm-hmm. find a way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Pulling the marketing girl. So, you know, so we started thinking about catering and the mm-hmm. ultimate world. 
now we may have I may not have talked about it but I've been I've been struggling with catering software you know we've got a, a mm -hmm. catering software we've been using for many many years and we help them design a lot of the back ends so you know if we take a an order we manually put it into the system mm -hmm. and it generates a worksheet for the kitchen it generates an invoice for the customer and it generates all this data. So now we our catering guy in the kitchen, he can sit and project how many pounds of meat, how many how many ounces of sides and all that stuff that we need for every single day. And it's a very fluid number because we take a lot of last minute caterings. Um, but it's a fluid number that we can look at. Here's everything on the screen, but then we can also print out a sheet so that we can execute going out the door, checklist, make sure everything's right. Yeah. Well, part of our errors are we take an order from a customer and we don't type it in right. Or, mm -hmm. and so I've been working, we, we have an online kind of a patch, if you will, an online where we have a customer or a company that you can place an online order and we can accept, reject that order, but we still have to take that order and manually enter it in. And then I have right. to manually take a credit card and I got to manually run it and then take the driver, then takes the credit card out to the customer and they sign it and bring it back. And then if they put a tip on it, if the person that's driving doesn't actually put the right tip on the right line, then everything gets all screwed up and it's just an accounting nightmare, you know? So they're yeah. coming out ways to automatic pay, but nobody can find me an online entry ordering. And, and online ordering. And, and we've been, I've been looking for two years, probably longer mm -hmm. at all these and all this software today. It's, it has all the capabilities in the world. It's cool as crap on the front yeah. end. Right. And there's, and there's nothing on the back end. Right. Because they're, well, and I think that kind of relates to, in their mind, they're more focused on the customer experience, but they're looking at the wrong customer, you know? Right. That's a good point. Cause they're, yeah, because they're trying to make it easier for who's going to buy your food, or like, but not like their customers, or like who's actually, you know, needing their services, which is us, and how would that work for us in the back end? But, right. Because I would argue the back yeah. end is much more important. And it's easy to say, hey, just don't make mistakes. Yeah. Well, yeah, yes and no. If there's people involved, there's going to be mistakes. We understand that. Right. But, yeah, not yeah, everybody thinks like you. I don't, I don't, I mean, I mean, I think, for instance, I ordered something from a barbecue store. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and I think... I don't know what software they use, but so I order based off what you showed me. It looked like they might have used a Shopify account, right? So Shopify which we have like, Shopify. Yeah, that's how you. So you go in and say, "Hey, I want to buy this rub and this sauce and whatever," and I mm -hmm. place the order, and it remembers my credit card and and everything, and says, "Boom! It's just easy. Select. Boom! Boom! Hit pay now. Done. You're whatever." And then I get a confirmation saying, "Hey, your order's been placed. Here's your credit card receipt." And then I get an order that says, hey, your order's did shipped. Here's your tracking number. Here's your estimated delivery. And then I get an, then I get an email 
that morning that says, hey, your order's being delivered today. And as soon as my order gets delivered, I get an email that says, hey, your order's just been delivered. And normally, I wouldn't like that many emails. But yeah. also, I can just, it's a quick, oh, that order delivered, boom. Right? It's just a quick delete. So it's not yeah. like a junk email and it's not bothering me. But then I you take that and it? say, Emma, I want this in our catering. Right? I want to be able to yeah. just go on, place an order. At when somebody accepts it, just boom. Hey, your order's been accepted. Here's And here's a copy of your order. And here's a mm -hmm. payment link to pay for it. And and let's say it's three days out. You don't necessarily have to pay me. We're not big on payment in advance. We don't require deposits. We don't require, mm -hmm. you know, most of the time we run credit cards. 95% of the time we run credit cards the morning of the event. And if yeah. the customer... If the customer card declines, it's okay. We just we'll we'll take the food and we'll, or we'll call them up and say, "Hey, your card declined. Can you get me another one?" And so we're not we're still old fashioned that way. That yeah, we allow customers. You know, we still drop invoice. You want to pay us by a check in thirty days? Here, here's an invoice. Pay us by check in thirty days. So we're not. Yeah, we've never really had a problem. Never had to really write much off for bad debt. Mm -hmm. So it's just something that the customers like. But I look at that whole experience, and now I have this huge urge to make our system better, right? Yeah. I, I don't mm -hmm. I don't want to lose a customer based upon somebody talking or whatever. And I think – and you're not going to drive all customers to online ordering. But if no. we had cool online ordering, yeah. in essence, what I would do yeah. was – because that's one of the problems we do have is that people try to use our online ordering and it's always because of the software we use, it can be so touch and go. Right. And, or if they want to make changes, yeah. changes are huge. People, you yeah. know, somebody's going to order, hey, I got 25 people for next Wednesday to meet two side buffet. And they'll call three times and change that number. And we're fine with that yeah. because, you know, the fact of the matter is I'm really not going to, I really don't. I'm not going to prep that catering until the afternoon before. So as yeah. long as I know before I prep it, it's not a problem. Yeah. I can be very flexible that way. Yeah. Or we yeah. can be very flexible that way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, now we have this big urge to we. change it. To yeah. And we use, what's crazy is we use Shopify. Yeah, we do. And yeah. so it's just a matter of finding that that thing, mm -hmm. that program that's designed around catering that we can do that and drive customers. Yeah, how can we manipulate it? it? Because if we become automated, and instead of manually entering order into the catering software, if we enter it, if a customer says, well, we say order online, oh, I don't want to order online. Okay, well, here, let me pull up the website. Let me take your information just like I'm you. And let me take your credit card number just like you and whatever. Yeah. If you do that enough times, then what are they going to do? Oh, well, I'm, I'm as well, if I'm going to spend my time on the phone with you, I might as well do it myself, right? Right. Because that's the ultimate goal. Would you tell them that that's how, what you're doing, or would you just do it? I think you're. I think you tell them. Oh, hey, yeah, here I can get into. I can get into our system for you, right? But okay, right? And, think, and some people well, might want that feel, level of experience, yeah. and and some people, you know, to me, it's like I'm booking a catering order. I got mm -hmm. a question. Yeah, I got a question. Well, I want to chat with a specialist. 
right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I did, I did that today. I I had we had ordered some stuff from Webstraw, which is a big oh, I, yeah restaurant supply company, mm-hmm. and we've been ordering quite a bit of stuff just because it's so much cheaper. They buy in bulk and whatever. It's just it's so much cheaper to buy some of these, especially the the black compartment bowls or black bowls with lid combos it's just i mean it's mm-hmm. less than half price that we can find anywhere else and so we ordered them so we had ordered some for the mac and cheese restaurant and so i saw six cases come in and i go and i'm going to grab these and i'll take them up to the to the ornery chicken crafty mac and then i go to pick up the box and it says 48 ounce bowls and i'm like whoa whoa wait a second that's a three pound bowl that's not right what's mm-hmm. going on here and so I'm like, well, he must have hit the wrong button when he ordered. Well, so I pull up Webstron on my phone, on my phone. It's already got me logged in. I look at my orders. Nope. Order the right stuff. Ship the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. So, okay, would you like to return this product? I hit, I want to return this product. And it kind of threw up a red flag saying, whoa, there was a problem. I mean, you could have said, hey, I didn't need it or whatever, and it just would have allowed you to ship it back. But when I said there was a problem on their yeah. end, it flagged me over to a chat. Mm-hmm. So then here comes up the chat gal, or maybe it was an AI artificial intelligence. Who knows? But yeah. here comes this here comes this gal, and she says, hey, how can I help you? And I said, oh, well, you know, I ordered this. Here's what showed up. And she goes, well, can you? Can you attach a picture to the chat? Sure. So I took a picture of all six boxes. Boom. She's got a picture. You definitely got the wrong stuff. They must have picked that wrong. I tell you what, if you're willing to go drop off these boxes at FedEx, I will send you a label, right, Mm -hmm. to ship this back. But I'm also going to ship your other stuff that you were supposed to get shipped, all six cases to you free of charge. Okay. So I'll either give you your money back or I'll ship you what you wanted free of charge. Yeah. It will ship out today. Yeah. Now you talk about customer service. Yeah. And it's like. We just did that too. We just did that too. We had a, we had mm-hmm. a sauce. Well, you kind of complained about it. You're the easiest no, customer I was, service. I didn't talk to the customer. I had a lovely chat with the customer when I called him to tell him, hey. We're shipping it out, but yeah, we had a bottle no. of sauce that got smashed in the U.S. It's just Postal one of those things of where, and- yeah, I just it's just one of those things where it's really frustrating because I'm like, well, now I'm just gonna, I have to, I have to repackage it, but I have to package it in like it was one bottle of sauce and I had to put it in a box. I don't have like a small enough box, so it was just like this is it just felt wasteful. Is why I was, but. You want, That's what you I want had to, to pro, do. Emma, you want a pro trick? What? Take the box. Mm-hmm. Cut, cut down all four sides. Are you and gonna, fold it over, and you can turn the box in half. Okay, but... Take a box. Okay. Grab your box cutter. Go to every corner and cut down the box halfway or to however high you want the box. Right, cut off, sure. cut off the, cut off the flaps. 
this is really okay. weird for a podcast that we're going to have yeah. to, I'm going to have to go get a box, right? But no. take the box and take off the top flaps, cut them off. Okay. So now you, now you got a box with no top. Okay. Okay. Cut down each corner and fold them in. And now you've got a box half the size or a box three quarters the size or a box a quarter. Just depends okay. how far you cut down. Okay. Huh. And tape it. And now you got a new box. Well, yeah. I mean, I, okay. Now you got a smaller yeah. dimension box, which should be cheaper to ship. Right. I'll have to try that. Hopefully not anytime soon. We'll have to go through it. Yeah. We'll probably but, have to make it. And yeah, video. it really wasn't. And yeah, sometimes reprinting labels in Shopify is a real challenge. But oh, this it's oh, fine. this was this was going to be the end of the world yesterday. She's like, oh, it's oh, just. Oh. I was not like, like that. I'm, I just I'm like, feel like Emma. everyone I'm needed like me Emma. to do stuff. I was like, like I got a whole job today. Can I just catch a break? It was just one of those days. But it's fine. I got it done. Kind of like, kind of like my morning when I, I was, I told them that I'd go get a fire inspection on the food truck because we have two food truck events today, so it needed to be done early. They only inspect from eight to noon, so I cut my breakfast short by a half hour, and got there. And I get to the food truck, and I've got twenty minutes to get there. It's seven thirty. I get there, and I got. I'm going to be ten minutes early to this inspection. Hopefully, be towards the front of the line. And I start up the food truck. I unplug it, and I look, and it's out of fuel. And so, okay. So I go across. I fuel the truck up. I drive across <laughs> town. Now I'm fifth in line. But the whole time across town, I'm smelling this truck. I'm going. What in the hell? It smells like dirty gray water. It's horrible. And so I get back and I'm like, you know, I I hook the sewer hose up and I go to the sewer dump and I let all the water out and it's just black. This water been sitting in this tank and it just had it never it, been emptied. What hadn't been emptied this year? So they kept filling it full of water and using the water, but they never emptied the tank. And I'm like, where do you think the water goes? Did he? Where do you think it goes? You know, so I had showed him at the beginning of the year, since so new food truck, I showed him, here's how you dump it. Here's where you dump it. Here's your hose. Did you tell him, did you tell him well, how I, often he needed to dump it? Well, it doesn't matter. You don't have to dump it every time, but yeah. every couple of weeks you should dump it, right? I mean, if you start to, right. it, it didn't hurt anything, but if it, if it starts to smell a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. It happens. It was just one it of happens. those mornings that it's like. I know. Just think. Think. We got to think. Yeah. We got to think. We got to think about yeah. the customer though. We gotta we gotta yeah. get this catering software right. We gotta get it going. Yeah, so I know it's on it's on my plate. Yeah. Uh, I need that again. We, holidays are coming. We need this <laughs> done like now. Can we try to get through the holidays with just what we have? No. Is this not even our system now isn't perfected? To be I can't for throw the in customer. an 
Right, but if our system on the back end isn't perfected now, what makes throw what makes you think throwing in an entirely new system is going to be better? If we design it right, it will be. Okay. 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 We'll change the subject. But, I mean, it's fine. I'll I'll fig I'll try to fig I'll do the best I can. And that's yeah, all I can give we, you. We don't want cobble. There's got to be, there's got to be a Shopify store out there that somebody's done this before. We just haven't found it. The problem is, is just that we have so many modifications, and Shopify doesn't allow that many mods. Maybe they like, do. I I have physically maybe, tried to hand build it. I've tried to hand build it, and I yet to figure it out. But. I didn't have, have much been, time to have do you, any have research you been on today. The, have you been on the phone with Shopify saying, hey, I need more modifications? Actually, no, I chat them. Their chat system is 10 out of 10. That's well, what we use. No, because they'll just tell me, you should pay one of our chance. designers. Well, okay, if that's what it takes. But okay. I don't want to pay a designer if a designer can't do it. Right. But if a designer can do it. You'll end up with I'll, our website I'll pay, now. I'll pay with a dollar. Yeah, different story. Okay, what else? Yeah. I don't know. You're the so, one with the notes today. Yeah, I got to go pick up beef from Fairway, another part of the restaurant thing from, um, you for know, what? we do a chicken fried steak. We cut our own chicken fried oh. steak in-house, and we've always cut it out of eye around, and now there's a scarcity of eye around. I'm not sure all of a sudden why there's a scarcity of eye around in the market, but nobody can get it. Sam's club doesn't sell it anymore. We can't get it through our purveyors. So I went to the fairway guy and he goes, Oh, just use bottom round. It'll be just as good, if not better. I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't have any butchers. He goes, I'll cut them for you. Tell me what you want. Told him exactly. And they were beautiful and not much more money. I'm a little bit more money, but not much more and no labor. So hmm. I'm like, walked up yesterday. I said, Hey dude, what need more? Yeah. Get a hundred more portions. I said, "How about we just count on this every week? I'll just yeah. pick them up on Wednesday." He's like, "I'm fine with that." So anyway, huh. hopefully that lasts. Yeah, me too. Problem solved. Huh. Problem solved. Anything yeah. else? Anything mm. else you can think about? Otherwise, we might cut short this episode. one short at forty-one minutes because. Yeah. I still got shit to do, and I got to go set up bike night for my bride. Last bike night. Last bike night. Of the year back, and Back for the bike for night. Yeah, At the barn. Ever. No, it'll be ever. That is the longest name we could have possibly given it, and we did. Try to get out of the bike night business, but. so trying to get somebody else to take it out over so we don't have to deal with it because it's a big pain in the butt and I'm not a big motorcycle guy and I don't care and I don't just don't want to do it. He doesn't like motorcycles. He doesn't like music. And I don't music. like losing he doesn't money. Like... If yeah, I'm going to lose money, is. I might as well sponsor somebody else to do it. <laughs> right? I guess. I guess. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, Not much here. That's I just it. got a busy weekend ahead. Oh, yeah? Again. Yeah. I'm pulling a... It's a crazy one. I'm going to St. Louis Friday. Um, took the day off work. Because that's how I roll. Uh, I'm going to St. Louis with my grandma and my brother. We're going to take her to a Cardinals baseball game. She's a big baseball fan. And then we're getting up at the crack of dawn on Saturday. And I'm driving home to go to Omaha. <laughs> 
for a concert Saturday night. So, I'm going to pull a good old Darren North. Just cry, drive across the Midwest, but it's fine. Be worth it. I'm going to go see the Jonas Brothers live on Saturday. Dream come true. I, I don't know who that is, but... That's fine. That's fine. But yeah. Yeah. Sounds like fun. I'm off to Dennis and Iowa to cook barbecue. That is where I was born. Really? Yeah. Really. Huh. They have my birth. They have all I, my records. You think if I throw around the Durflinger name around there that people uh, will know it? Probably not. Just because we were only there for a couple of years. And I was really little. So probably not anymore. But maybe. Huh. No. Yeah, such a small city or town that um, they had all of me and my brother's birth records in a tote in a shed when my mom my mom called because she needed them one day. And they had to go check a tote in a shed because that was their storage. I was like, that is the most small town Iowa shit I've ever heard. <laughs> that's and that's where, yeah. That's more. So we'll see how that goes. I'm going to try, you know, since I only got reserved grand, I'm going to try a couple different recipes this week. and get tuned up because the big the big shows are starting here in a couple weeks Mm -hmm. american royal yeah yo i feel like we got a couple of american royal episodes coming up maybe Maybe. not a bad idea something to talk about something to talk about in the meantime since we're just rambling now yeah sorry guys um yeah uh yeah go like and subscribe like our what do i say I have all of a sudden forgot. Oh, go follow us on social medias at Q the Mic Podcast. Um, TikTok, Threads, Twitter, well, X, sorry. Still Twitter.com for this. Formerly known as Twitter. It's still Twitter.com, so it's Twitter for life. Um, and Instagram. Did I say that one? Yeah, we're only on those four. Oh, and TikTok. Yeah. TikTok, Threads, And Instagram, more comments. We, we, love, Twitter. we love comments. If anybody knows of a catering mm-hmm. software out there that has a really good front end and a really good back end, I'm Yeah, guy. save. Yeah. Please save me. Um, send that our way. Subscribe if you're on YouTube. Follow. Um, like this Like this video if you want. Okay. Or I'm going to like it, but I'm going to rate this podcast like if you want. Okay. If, you're, yeah, leave you're, us a four-star. Ram, you're, rambling, you're rambling again. Leave Sorry. us a four-star. Yeah, we'll leave For that. Even though it's a four-star, even though it's the best barbecue our, our, in the world. Our, 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 last, our, our, last, our last thing right before we come on, we both got a notification <laughs> yeah. of a Google review. Best barbecue in the state. I'll be back. Four-star. Thank you. Just, just one of those. Just one of those. Anyway. That's right. That was okay. episode go 22 of Cue the Mic. Yeah, you do. We'll see you guys next week.